Welcome to the Army of Ants podcast, episode one. I'm going to cover Campanatus Floridanus for this first episode. It is my favorite species of ant to keep. Like I said, its scientific name is Campanatus Floridanus. Common names are Florida carpenter ant, bulldog ant, or tree ant. Distribution is the southeastern United States. They're very abundant in Florida. Queen size is 15 to 19 millimeter. Minor workers are 5 to 7 millimeter, with major workers being 8 to 11. Um, pretty close to the size of the queen. Um, so they are polymorphic. So you have the small, small minors and the big majors. Nests... Nests can be found in rotting tree stumps, logs, branches, sometimes old buildings, sometimes in your house. <laughs> um, they're supposed to be primarily nocturnal. In my experiences, they are slightly more active at night, but they do forage during the daylight as well. Um, nuptial flights are May through August, usually in the late evening after a rainfall fully claustral so till the uh till the queen has nantics not going to need to feed her much they're monogene so one queen uh average time for uh egg to worker is about 60 days depending on how much heat you put on the nest but you do have to be careful about that because they are in my opinion, pretty heat sensitive. You can kill them pretty easy if you take the temperature too high or don't give them a gradient. Um, recommended temperatures are 75 to 85 degrees Fahrenheit, 23 to 29C if that's your thing. Considered a subtropical ant species. So you can do an overhead heat lamp. I use a heating cable method um you want to keep the uh the heating cable away from the uh the hydration chamber so that they have a, a, a gradient so one side of the nest should have heat the other side should be cooler gives them the option to move back and forth um for humidity i mean they do have to stay hydrate hydrated um because they're going to want to expose their brood to moisture when they need it so whatever you want to use a, a sponge a nest mate um they generally prefer their nests to be pretty dry though i mean that's my opinion i i believe that extremely high levels of humidity and like i said heat will kill them um, preferred food sources Living in dead insects, cockroaches, crickets, superworms, mealworms, fruit flies, grasshoppers, moths, cooked, softened chicken, beef, shrimp. Um, you can feed them sugar water, honey, maple syrup, fruit, pieces of cookies, donuts, candy, whatever. <laughs> They'll eat pretty much anything. Um, you can hibernate these species, this species if you want to. I don't. 
I don't think it's necessary. Um, but I mean, you could drop the temperature to 60 or 70 degrees for a couple weeks if you want to give them a break in the, in the winter time. Um, escape barriers. These things can climb anything and they're fast. They're not a slow species at all. Um, you can use fluon, talcum powder. Um, both those work pretty well. Petroleum jelly works okay, but not as well as fluon. Difficulty in keeping the species, I would say they're pretty easy. They're pretty easy. They're not as slow as some of the other campos um, in growth or, or in how they move. To be quite honest, they're they're one of the most aggressive species, in my opinion, when it comes to feeding. Um, they they get down. Um, stinging, they they do not sting. They don't have stingers. They do bite. Um, both the minor and major workers will bite you. Oh, they do spray formic acid during that process. So if you're sensitive to that kind of thing i suppose it could cause uh burning itching swelling redness pain um how hard is it to keep them um i've never really had them chew through anything significant it's not like a uh, solenopsis invicta where they're gonna chew a hole through a cinder block wall in 24 hours um so I guess if you had um, really soft wood, or depending on what you're making your nest out of, um, not really well hardened um, plaster nests might not be great. I think if you use a hard wood like white oak or something, you'll be fine. Acrylic, I think, is fine. Um, as far as my experience with them, they're they're great. They're they're very they're very fun to watch. They're a large species of ant, so you know being able to see everything that's going on in the out world. I mean, I think it's great. You throw a cricket in there, you know, and you know I would kill my crickets and throw them in there, but you would see the ants just foraging around and one of the one of the workers will find that ant or find that cricket and and you'll see it just drop its gaster and lay that pheromone trail right back to the nest and then the ants will just pour out of the nest to come and and collect that cricket it's it's really great to watch i love this species i recommend it to anybody um but i do find that they like to be kind of cramped so you got to be careful with the nest size a lot of people are going to go to a, a nest that's too big i think and they're gonna they're gonna have that that trash they're gonna have a trash um cell inside that nest if the nest is too big if you have like a <clears throat> ants canada even a small hybrid nest i mean you're gonna need you're not going to need that size nest for until you have 100 workers or 200 workers, in my opinion. You just keep them in a test tube or get one of the um, ant shack nests, I think, are really good for uh, 
Floridanus colony that's got 50 workers, maybe 100 workers. Colors are great. They're very, they're, they have very vibrant colors, in my opinion. With um, feeding them is super easy. Uh, I feed mine dubias and crickets and honey. They love honey. Um, <clears throat> what else? They like to climb. I think. Um, having a stick in the out world um in in some of the episodes coming up i want to talk about using aquariums for out worlds and buying um acrylic and hot gluing the acrylic to the top of a 10 gallon aquarium i i don't know um i don't like some of the the out worlds that they have that they sell commercially in the in the marketplace right now they're all, in my opinion, very small. I don't want to watch my ants in a six by six square. I want to be able to see them move. I want them to have, you know, branches to climb on, rocks to climb over, just areas to explore. And I think when you give your ants more space, they, they tend to not have escape on their minds all the time. And I know everybody doesn't have room for that, but that's the way I do things. Most of my art worlds are at least a 10 gallon aquarium with an acrylic top. And uh, we hot glue that on and put your escape barrier on the bottom of the top. Once an ant is upside down, it's, it's more likely to fall off than escape. But I find that the bigger aquariums even, I mean, they don't, they don't even make, they don't even try to go to the top. They have plenty of space to explore and move around and I'm gonna I'm gonna create some YouTube videos showing you guys how to use very cheap tools that you can buy on Amazon to drill holes in glass and, and where to go to Home Depot to get your fittings and attach your nests to uh, a 10 gallon aquarium to use as an out world and, and at least locally here I can get a 10 gallon aquarium at, at any of the, the local fish stores for about a dollar a gallon so it's like 10 bucks i didn't give it actually i think i can buy one for eight dollars and 99 cents so i want to go over a lot of do-it-yourself stuff i built a lot of nests and and i have um you know trial and error i'm not a big fan of of plaster of paris nests um here in the states we can't get the um Y tong aerated brick so a lot of people here i think use the um plaster of paris and i don't like it it, it, it molds so fast so i want to go over i'll make some youtube videos showing you some of the wood nests that i've made and um plastic nests that i've machined on uh, cnc equipment and today i'm finishing up a plexi nest that i made which is very similar to the um nest you can buy from ant store in germany you know it's a half inch a little less than a half inch space which this is the first time i'm building one of these so i'm not sure if that space is going to be too big or not but i can always change it um it's a i think it's 12 
No, no, it's not. It's 18 by 24, an 18 by 24 sandwiched plexi nest filled with dirt, uh, some clay dirt that I dug out of my yard and baked in the oven at 400 degrees for 15 minutes and mixed a little bit of um, sand in with it. I also bought the uh, creature soil and um, excavator sand and made me a custom mixture to fill that with. And I made a special hydration chamber using plastic, uh, high density plastic from, and I machined it at work with a, to create like a hydration chamber similar to Tar Heel, what Tar Heel Ants does with their little, little round dishes where they have the um, stainless steel mesh over the top and fill it with water. So I'm interested in seeing how that's going to work and I'm going to put some uh, Messer ants in there. Give me a messer colony going in there and see how see how they like digging in that. It's quite a bit of space. It's, um, I'm, I don't know how big the colony will have to be in order to make use of that kind of space, but I'm kind of excited to find out. Um, this is the first episode. I think I'm saying um a lot, but I'm not sure. So <laughs> uh, hopefully things will get better as it moves along. So. Uh, I'll have the next episode up. I'm not sure what species or what it'll be about within the next couple of days. I'm going to throw down quite a few episodes, I think, rapid succession. So, all right. Thanks a lot, guys.